0: welcome back to the horror squad podcast this is episode 112 happy women in horror month everyone it's sam by the way joined with joe hi also steve hello and unfortunately no todd tonight i know you guys are very upset about this as am i so what are you guys up to
1: uh, oh, nothing. I mean, Women in Horror Month. So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm
0: happy that
1: you're taking over the hosting duties for tonight. For Well, let's not get the, crazy. For the beautiful women in horror.
0: All righty. Steve, okay, yeah, so okay. I have to ask your message about the dentist. You said you would fill us in on the episode. So I want to hear.
2: Yeah. So since the last time we recorded, I've now been to the dentist twice. Now, I hate the dentist. Going twice in a week, I think, is absolutely brutal. That's and brutal. Here's, here, here's what happened. So I went last week uh, with my wife, and we both got a different, like, person. I fr- I forget what they call them. The people, like, clean your teeth before the dentist actually comes in. And hygienist. Hygienist. That's it. Thank you. Uh, so I get a hygienist, and I find out that it's, like, her first day.
0: Oh, so, shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. So she's, like, probably straight out of dentist school and super young, super nervous, and she doesn't seem really to know what she's doing, and she is massacring my teeth. Like, just brutal pain, absolutely, like, insane experience, and it took her so long to do just my bottom teeth that they had to reschedule me for today to do my top teeth, and it's just like...
0: And I it was, was just for your routine
2: cleaning? Yeah, for my routine cleaning because, uh, yeah, I mean, the dentist checked. I have no, I've never had a cavity. I still don't. So I'm good on that. But this was just for a cleaning. But, oh, my God, she, like, Freddy Kruegered my mouth. It was yeah, insane. <laughs> so was thankfully, like, was really this
0: is my first day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or did she even So Yeah, no. It's And the other thing is, like, I'm too polite to say anything, so I just kind of took it.
0: Yeah, uh, I the same
2: yeah but uh yeah it was brutal and now I'm my mouth hurts but I'm still doing the podcast so
0: okay but wait did they at least give you a discount since
2: you had to come back (laughs) uh, well they didn't charge me today because I guess they counted it as like one appointment that they had to do twice no I mean I'm Canadian insurance pays for that I don't pay a penny of dentist or anything like that
0: well then i don't feel sorry for you <laughs>
2: yeah so uh yeah I would but anyway
0: totally dent- take a two-hour
2: dental cleaning yeah yeah see that's one of the things that we're we're lucky with up here that's uh every six months i have to go for a dental cleaning so that's right. it. yeah so that's my story uh what, what are you guys up to these days anything uh fun happening down in salem
0: um I don't know
1: what do
0: you
1: think Sam I'm trying to think it's been pretty quiet I guess down here
0: I don't even know I can't I'm like so lost I just started a new job and so I'm trying to get like in the routine of everything and I just don't know where the month has gone honestly
1: yeah as far as spooky stuff there's yeah it's been like pretty quiet downtown Mm -hmm. and whatnot you know this is the time where the shops are all closed and there's not as much events well, like not all the shops, but like a lot of the spooky shops and stuff are closed. Why are you shaking your head? Oil Warlocks is closed.
0: <sighs> okay, Joe. We're gonna go to well, wh- why yeah, soon. <laughs> what? Oh, that's
2: yeah, that's cool. They, they got a hell of a guest list there. It's uh that's awesome. Yeah. Who do you guys meeting? Yeah.
0: About? I wanna meet Tommy Ekins
1: yeah, I, I'm gonna meet Tom Atkins for sure. Uh, maybe Danny Trejo. I think you should. Maybe Catherine Hicks. Well, probably Catherine Hicks because I have a child's play poster and it's signed by Brad Dorff and Chris Sarandon and Alex Vincent. So I'll probably add her to that. And uh, yes, I was gonna meet Sam Raimi, but he canceled. So, who did they
0: bring for his replacement? Skeet,
1: Skeet Ulrich from Scream which um, I've met him before, so I I won't be meeting him again. But, yeah, I mean, there's a few other names out there that maybe I'll meet I don't know. I'm kind of up in the air. I'm up in the air. I kind of want to do the Child's Play Reunion photo op, too, that has the whole cast in it, and the uh, uh, screen-used Chucky doll, so that might be kind of cool, but we'll see.
0: It's exciting.
1: Moneys. See how the monies is. I mean, I think my main – I think my main – since there's not, like, a ton of people I want to meet, I think – I'm going to search for something rare, like, collectible-wise, and maybe spend my money that way.
2: Cool. Very cool. You got got a couple figures this week in the mail, too, right?
1: I did. I got my uh, Puppet Master figures, which uh, we talked about a few weeks ago on the show. I know Todd got his as well. Um, But, yeah, I got the Pinhead and Leech Woman full-scale replicas from Full Moon, and they look amazing.
0: Okay, so, you know, I'm going to borrow Leech Woman because I'm going to, like, halloween her up and post her on my instagram oh, like she's okay. gonna be like a little halloween leech woman role. i like it <laughs> All right,
3: yeah
1: go for it but uh yeah i'm like really running out of room though <laughs> where my collection is against that wall so i don't know i'm gonna have to figure something
2: out and maybe i don't know put stuff start putting yeah, stuff yeah. somewhere
1: else <laughs> but uh
2: that yeah. wall is amazing by the way yeah oh my god like i'm pretty yeah i could have just stare at it, it. For, forever yeah, yeah I'm definitely um, proud
1: of it but i uh yeah it's getting tougher the more and more i keep buying because my collection isn't it's not slowing down it's actually probably ramping up again uh you know because i've been working like consistently like you know with the, my job i'm an electrician so like there are times where i'm laid off and times where I'm working steady, and I've been working really steady, so I've been able to buy more. So. Steady as a
0: rock. <laughs> exactly. To buy horror.
2: For sure. <laughs> Solid
0: then, as and
2: rock. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, New York to- uh, Toy Fair probably didn't help at all for all that.
1: No. Oh, oh yeah, God. you should talk about yeah.
3: that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> amazing. A bunch of amazing stuff from New York Toy Fair announced, uh, mainly all from NECA. NECA was the big one that everyone was excited about. 'Cause we're getting Jaws figures, which look amazing. You're getting Quint and Brody. No hopper though, which I was surprised about. But uh I don't know if Dreyfus wasn't allowing it or what, but I don't know. Who else who else was there? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. You guys can jump in.
2: Um, from, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, from Toy Fair. Uh f- yeah, oh, for me there, like, like there's one.
0: Two, or something? I don't remember I wasn't really looking close, so <laughs>
2: Yeah, for me, uh, the one that interests me. Now, I've seen this that, as a, a bobblehead of uh, Valak the Nun. Oh,
3: yeah, uh, yeah.
2: But I've seen it for the last two years now, and I just feel it's never going to come out. You know, It's one of those <laughs> things that keeps popping up every year, and they keep showing it as something new. But I've seen it before, and so hopefully, uh, I think NECA's doing it. So I'm hoping that uh, I can find that somewhere. Uh-huh. But there was a there was a bunch of stuff. it was like so overloaded that I almost don't remember anything because yeah much, you
1: know, it's like. I I uh, I was like stalking Instagram all day uh, looking um oh the Victor Crowley figure first oh, yeah. ever Victor Crowley figure from the Hatchet series that is a big deal that is going to be a retro cloth figure um also um Ghostface is the first Ghostface figures in quite a long time. Coming out from Necker, we're getting a cloth figure and also an ultimate ghost face. Cloth! You like the cloth, but you like the cloth figures better? I think so. A lot of people do not like the cloth figures. I really, I,
0: I like them both. Guys, I yeah. like them both.
1: What do you think, Steve?
2: It depends on the figure. Uh, yeah, it, yeah it, I mean, with the cloth, I find sometimes it can look cheap. Yeah. But if it's done well, then it looks really cool. So it really, it's really a case by case basis for me on that.
1: Sure. Uh, Yeah, so that's cool. Um, And what else? Oh, and then the big, big news, which I think no one really knew about and which shocked me, was the announcement from Trick or Treat Studios that they're going to be doing um, horror figures as well. They're doing 12-inch figures and they announced they're doing like basically every Michael Myers like imaginable from parts one all the way up until um the new one Halloween um, kills. So that was really cool. And they're doing a uh Art the Clown figure, which actually looked really, really cool. Um the detail and quality on those look amazing. So I'm really excited for those. They're they're a bit pricey, 19.99 but um if you know comparable to other twelve inch figures like the um sideshow lines and stuff like that it's a pretty fair price so i might pick up a couple of them for sure
2: cool do you guys pre-order anything or just uh just kind of still just browsing
1: no i'm not a big pre-order guy i uh i like to just go like so the comic shop that we go to silver moon they get pretty much like everything in so um they they hook me up i'll message them when they come in and they'll they'll hold it for me
2: Uh, see that's why i don't have that so i have to pre-order i didn't pre-order anything horror but i did pre-order some uh, office pops because i'm a huge fan of the office oh nice yeah looking forward to that uh all right you guys want to get into some social media sure
3: all
2: right so you can send us the questions on social media on facebook twitter instagram at the horror squad podcast or if you're a little archaic and like to go the old school way you can contact us by email at podcast at gmail.com. we got a couple questions in this week. The very first one is from Horror Nerd 666 She asks, what horror movie are you most anticipating for this year? Now, we've answered this in the past, but now that we're two months into 2020, has that changed in any way?
1: Um... Not really. For me, I mean, there's a few, obviously, that really jump out. Um, Obviously, Halloween Kills. That's without a doubt. Um, But I'm going to go with one. I think I've mentioned it before, but I'm really excited for Antebellum. Um, It's, you know, not one I think that a lot of people are talking about, per se, but the trailer I saw for it looked like it was a movie that was going to be like right up my alley. Um, And I'm excited for it. Halloween
0: for me um, as well. And then The Lodge, which we haven't gone to watch that yet. Um, And then just watching the Candyman trailer. I'm excited to see that. And we'll talk about that, I think, Mm -hmm. shortly. What about you, Steve?
2: A little bit the same. Uh, Of course, Halloween Kills. Especially hearing that people who saw it liked it so much. Mm -hmm. That kind of brought it up on my list. Uh, same thing with the Quiet Place Two. Uh, having mm-hmm. seen the trailer now, uh, I think that went up on my list as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Conjuring
2: Three, because that series has been like just
0: <laughs> Shit, the one Conjuring of my the favorites out this year. Did I know that?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Shit, I'm excited for that.
2: <laughs> Even with its terrible name, right?
0: <laughs> what is it again? Wolf.
2: Uh, no, the <laughs> devil made me do it.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Ghostbusters, and like Sam said, uh, we'll talk about it later, but that Candyman trailer really got me. Like, it, I went from not very excited about it to yeah, hell yes, like, yeah into my veins. So, But we'll talk about it when we review the trailer in the news a little bit later. Um, we got another question here. This one came over to us on Twitter from JediMind1207. He says, I need to hear more about Steve and Sam's uh, former employments. Also, ask Todd about the shit we saw while working for a retail company, specifically the Toil Isle incident. Now, I want to hear oh, this. God. So, Todd, next week, uh, we got yep. to hear that story. But, uh, Sam, okay. can you have one story about your uh, past in... Um, what was it? Uh, tanning salon? Tanning salon. Um, <laughs> well,
0: it's kind of, I'll kind of do, like, a general thing that happened there. So, it was called uh, Tan Lines, and there were a few locations in... Kansas, and they were all owned by the same guy, and uh, he was a pervert. (laughs) Um, I didn't learn this until like after someone else had bought the salons from him, but I guess he did have a camera like in one of the rooms, and then this other man who bought the salon was also like a creep, and he would always come in while me and my friend were working. His name was Dean. I haven't forgotten about you. You nasty. Um, He would always come in to like try to flirt with me and my friend when we were in high school and his daughter worked with us and his wife would come in and it was just really like inappropriate. And just when he thought the tanning salon was going to be saved by a non-pervert, another pervert comes in and tries to kind of use like
1: how was he a pervert? What did he do exactly? He would
0: just always, like, touch you, like, touch your back and stuff like mm. that. And, like, the counter that we worked behind, it literally was, like, like here's the computer. You guys can't really see. And then you could only fit your body. Like, your the back of your body would be brushing against the wall. So he would come in there and, like, act like he had to get <sighs> stuff, Jeez. And he would, like, rub against you. And just really inappropriate.
2: Mm.
0: So, yeah. Mm. What about Steve? <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, before I get into uh, one story, I'll just, I have a million stories about my time <laughs> working in a, uh, in a basically a sex shop. Uh, just the reason why I worked there, because I need to explain this.
0: Wait, uh, a sex shop? Uh,
2: yeah. Well, oh, it, was half, it, it was both. It was a half-half.
0: I'm shaking my shimmies right now. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. Steve.
2: <laughs> the, the, the front store was sex shop, the back store was a video store. So, uh, it was both. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the reason I started working there is because I studied film in college and I wanted a job where I could write scripts and watch movies. And that I saw that open up and I'm like, that's like the perfect job because there aren't a ton of customers. Uh, when there's nothing to do, you just kind of sit there. So you, it was a perfect time to like write and watch movies. So it was actually a great job for stuff like that. Cool. Um, but I saw a lot of a lot of stuff in the five years that I was there. Uh, one one story in particular that I guess I can tell is the time a guy came to return a butt plug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh so,
0: my god, that's hilarious.
2: So you get he you get it's like a Sunday afternoon and the guy comes to my counter and I've seen him before. He's a little weird, you know, as I'd say a lot of people were <laughs> that go there. <laughs> and he uh, he plops down a bag on my counter and he says, "I'd like to make a return." And I'm like, "All right." Uh, we usually only return films. We don't return items, right, for obvious reasons. Yeah. So he pulls it out. It's still in the plastic, thank God, right? And then he take, he rips the plastic off and then takes it and then throws it on my counter and says, I'd like to return this butt plug. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. So my curiosity, of course, is, like, peaking. So I'm like, why? He says, well, I, tried it, like, I tried it a couple times, and it's a little too big, and it hurts me a little bit too much. Ew. So, I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm disgusted. I, this thing's on my counter. Oh
0: my gosh. Is that so, even a thing? Isn't that against policy, Steve?
2: Yeah, yeah. We tell them that it's final sale, but he was he was odd. Like, he's an odd guy. I, I have other stories about this guy, but maybe I'll save him for another time. <laughs> uh, but to, to sum it up, he used to come with his mom all the time. Uh, anyway. What? Uh, his mom? Yeah, yeah How old his mom would. What do uh, you think? Uh, he's probably like. 4550, I guess. And his mom oh, was probably like 70, 75.
3: Jeez.
2: Yeah. I think there was like issues and stuff there. Yeah. But anyway, his mom like, was there's, there's nothing creepy. No, 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 Just no, uh, oh, man, like she like he needed mental? help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think she was just well, like, mom
0: baby. helping her son. <laughs> and,
2: and she was actually super sweet. But anyway, that's besides she wasn't there that day. So uh, yeah. I maybe mean, she's waiting in the car out of embarrassment, but I don't know. Um <laughs> oh, so so like <laughs> Sorry? What was this place called? It's called Cinesex. Oh, Sinisex. <laughs> I was like, "How old were you? What were your What was your age? Oh, uh, like, like t- late teens, early twenties. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a long time ago. Like we're talking like <laughs> almost 20 years ago now. Um. Anyway, so he pops it on. So I, I go to tell him the, the spiel like we can't take back this item. Obviously, I can't resell it. I can't do anything with it. And he fights me and he fights me and he's like, no, this is not right. I mean, they call the board of, you know, uh, like uh, consumer protection. I'm like, go right ahead. What? Over <laughs> <a butt laughs> yeah. I'm like, go right ahead. He's like, well, i kind of at least get a credit for something else. I'm like, no. So we fight, we fight, we fight. And then finally he's like, look, I got the bill here. I just want to return it. And I look at the bill. It's not even my store. It's a complete <laughs> other store. And I, I'm like, uh it's not even my store dude he's like you're all the same it doesn't matter i want you to take it back and he just wouldn't take it back i was right at the edge of like calling the cops or something but uh, eventually he took the damn thing back and uh yeah good time
1: he got his money back
2: oh no hell no no he got his butt plug plug? it was probably like what
0: 17 dollars i don't know yeah
2: like 15 bucks like,
0: just like really, all that energy was worth, would have been worth the $15. Maybe refund. He didn't have a
2: lot of money.
1: And he just wanted, you know, a new butt plug that was a little smaller that wouldn't hurt his butthole.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. one of those like, like fat ones. I don't know if you guys. Like... What? Steve! Yeah, like... <laughs> I
0: don't even know what that means. <laughs>
2: it, it, it's like, I don't know, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, oh it my. looks like a little, like, um, like a little nuclear bomb, kind of. It's like, the fat and then go thin, kind of thing. Anyway, I just, yeah, it was crazy.
0: Everyone's gonna be like spitting out their coffee <laughs> during this
1: part. Speaking of coffee, yeah. everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating, it brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the
3: front door!
2: Oh, they're so disgusting. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I have a ton of stories like that just because a lot of the people were weird. So it was like half half. It was half really weird people, half like regular customers, and then there was like the odd like couple who, who didn't really know what they were doing and they're like asking weird questions and felt super uncomfortable in the store, thinking I'm judging them, which I wasn't. I didn't care. Anyway, good times. Oh, so yeah, funny. so maybe in the future there I'll tell more stories. Like,
1: there, there must have been like, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll save this. So this, this could be like a new segment for That's the show. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. We <laughs> could, we could a do little a little whole bit. episode
0: on this because <laughs> I have questions
1: Yeah. Too. I, I'll, I'll save I'll save my questions for another episode.
2: <laughs> Alright, sounds good. So thank you, Jedi Mind, for bringing that uh, little <laughs> piece of information back uh and our last questions come from mandy she says hey squad thank you for doing an episode on women in horror i really appreciate it four questions for you tonight first one if you had to cast your dream horror project who would be the first actress you'd want in your film
1: great question that's tough that's a great question um oh man that's
0: so what are we answering the first female
1: the female, who would you want? Like who? Oh, female lead. Like, yeah. yeah, female lead. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of people might say, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, but, like, I feel like she's, you know, she's a bit older now. So I'm going to go with someone a little younger. Oh, and, so you're ageist. No, I'm not an ageist, but I'm just saying, for my lead, I'm going to go with... I have two.
0: Don't you dare take mine. I have
1: two. My first one is Florence Pugh.
0: Joe, stop trying to be like me.
1: <laughs> and my second is Lupita Yanga. Stop!
0: <laughs> well, that's who I was going to pick. Seriously? So... Both of us? Yeah. <laughs> See, this isn't going to work out with both of us doing the pod, because <laughs> you try to come in on my horror style. Oh, okay. And it ain't going to work anymore.
2: All right. So that, that's it, uh, Sam? Those two? That's your answer as I'll
0: well? i to think of another one. I don't know why I have to do more work than Joe, and he steals my
2: answers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll I'll go while you're thinking about it then. Uh for well, me I would not
0: think about it. That's Do my I? answers. Those are my
2: answers.
0: <laughs> okay. Joe can think of new answers. I, so. I'll think of a new one. All
2: right. Uh I'll go while you're thinking then. Um so I, I have two that I was kinda of contemplating as well. And for me would be Samara weaving. Mm, Say uh, yeah,
3: uh
2: Vera for Amiga. Mm. So or Good is that choice. which one which one's the one from Conjuring? Is it Vera or Tessa?
1: Uh, Vera is from Conjuring.
2: Okay, I'll take Vera, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, right? and I, you know what? I'm going to go with someone who hasn't done horror that I would like to see do horror, and that is Scarlett Johansson. She's a great actress, and I think she would, she would be great in a horror role, because she has, like, that face, too. She's very, um, has the facial features, like, for it. You can pull it off
0: she has facial features like
1: she has like the fit like she, she's very um her
0: face yeah uh,
1: yeah she's very expressive,
0: expressive so yeah. i
1: think it would work really well and, oh and of course tony collette how could you how could you go wrong oh yeah
2: yeah she, she's an awesome actually i saw scarlett johansson in something really dark uh like a couple of weeks ago let me see we'll pull up she, with the name she
1: of... did do one horror movie um i can't remember what it was called. i think it was called under the skin where she played, that's it. like. that's, a, that's
2: a, exactly a... it yeah she has like oh, sex.
1: Good? She has like sex with like men, but she's like an alien or something, and she oh, like okay, eats Star them or Joe. something like that.
2: Yeah. Right. It's it's great. It's a great film. Like just yeah. really uh, very. Like,
1: I've never seen it, but I've heard I've heard good things about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's a, and not only that, but apparently I read that uh, the guy or most of the guys in the film that she has interactions with are not actors. They're just people that they that she picked up like in the street or something or some kind of like viral thing. I don't know. It's like a whole thing. It's, it's a very good film though. Uh, yeah. So those are great answers. Uh, going back to her question. She says her second one in 10 to 20 years, which young actress do you think could become a horror legend?
1: I'm, I'm going to say Samara Weaving.
0: Yeah, I would say her. then also obviously it's a given, uh, What is it, Sophia Lillis? What's her last
1: name? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Uh, I feel like she's already doing a lot. Mm -hmm.
0: I could see her being, like, in her 30s and 40s and so on, Mm -hmm. being in the horror genre. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, see, I was was trying to think of names, and I, I thought of Lupita and Florence Pugh, But I'm afraid that because they're getting so much success that they're going to shy away from horror. Yeah. Uh, But I agree with Joe. I actually put down Samara Weaving as well because she seems to be staying in the horror lane. And Mm -hmm. she, like, kills it in every film that she's in so far that I've seen. So, uh, yeah, I kind of agree there.
1: Definitely. I really like your answer, though, Sam, because she's been an in. She just did uh, Gretel and Hansel, and she's doing that Netflix series that's coming out. That's going to be so she seems to be kind of staying in that horror base too. And she's Mm -hmm. still so young. And yeah, I'll be interested to see like when she gets a little older and can do more uh, adult oriented roles, how she does with them. So yeah. Uh,
2: Moving on, her third question is Which is your favorite horror actress that you've met in person?
0: Favorites? It's tough. Who's my favorite
1: heart- that you met? In person.
0: I mean he's not like full horror but my favorite person I've ever met is Ethan.
1: She asked for women.
0: Oh I wasn't <laughs> listening I was too excited. <laughs> women uh I don't know Linda Blair was pretty cool because I was afraid at first but she ended up being really nice. She
1: was nice even though we had that weird little thing but yeah yeah, she was pretty nice well she
0: was nice to me because I was just gonna let it be a you and her thing but Mm -hmm. then she like included me in it I was like all right
1: Mm -hmm. um Nev Campbell was really really nice um for the brief moment I met her um yeah I'll go with that and I met Jamie Lee Curtis very briefly and she was super nice
0: what's meeting briefly though just signing a photo
1: no like she talked to me she's like oh when I because I had that uh, so the photo I had her sign. so at
0: the auditorium I get a whole
1: yeah I'll give you my little spiel I won't go too long but um Jamie Lee Curtis was signing uh well it's not even signing she was doing a speaking engagement at a college um in Massachusetts so um I actually a member of my horror group actually messaged me and said hey like I met um like one of the speakers last year i know like the back entrance where they came out so like i went with him and we waited back there um there's only like four or five other fans waiting back there and the great thing was they were all fellow horror fans they had uh halloween stuff as well um so the picture i brought was um i had pj souls already signed picture um it's a very like popular picture it's jamie lee um PJ, and uh, what's her name? I can't remember. the uh, Annie Loomis. Uh, The three of them, like, on the set of Halloween, like, really young-looking. But, yeah, so when Jamie came out, she was like, oh, she's like, there's not many of you guys. She's like, I'll come over and sign for you guys. So she came over, and I had my picture ready for her to sign, she's like, "Oh, look at me." She's like, "She's like, oh, you already got PJ to sign it. That's great." And I'm like, "Yeah." And then she's like, "Oh, look at me. I looked, aw- I look awful in this picture." I'm like, "No, you look great." And she signed it, and that was just uh-huh. the brief little interaction. But yeah, it was pretty awesome.
0: Where was my copy at, though?
1: She actually only one autograph per person. One person had like five, and he tried to get her to like sign all five, and she was but like, "But
0: Nick you know. had an
1: extra one. That's what you guys." He gave did. It away. He he he. Uh, no he so he was sly he like um
0: like ran away and he like ran away
1: and came back (laughs) and he's like oh can you just sign this one really quick for my wife or something like that even though it wasn't for his wife
3: uh
1: yeah but yeah it was a cool it was a cool uh experience cool little interaction Mm -hmm. and I mean I would love to try to meet her again so I get like a photo with her or something like that because she wasn't doing photos because she had to catch a flight or whatever but uh yeah
2: yeah, and don't sell it yourself short. You actually sold that for a charity, right? That's we did, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. This, yeah, the second picture. Uh, it was, it was all Nick's idea. He messaged me, and we did it through the um, my horror group, Joe's House of Horror, and yeah, we raised uh, uh at least a few hundred dollars, if not more, for uh, Children's <coughs> Hospital, um, Boston. And so, yeah, thank you to everyone if you're listening that donated, and uh, hopefully, yeah, maybe we'll do something like that again sometime in the future. But we also, we also got. Um, uh, what's his name? Chris Duran, who played Michael Myers in Halloween H two O, to announce the winner. So that was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and uh, as far for me, uh, I'd say it's a two way tie. For me, the Felisa Rose. Um, I met her at oh. Rock and Shock last year, mm-hmm. and she was like just really, really cool and really like overtly nice. Like, like just really nice. She brought me like behind the table, and she chatted with me and my wife, and my wife really loved her as well. So. I'll Always remember that and the other one is Denise Crosby Don't uh, like she's in pet cemetery. Uh, I was there to get signed something from The Walking Dead And she was just so super super nice uh, chatted with her for a good 10 minutes um, Had a great conversation with her about The Walking Dead and how it was on that set and everything and it was just really cool uh, She was really excited to sign something from The Walking Dead because it was one of the first cons she did after she was shown to be on that show And she's usually only signing, like, Star Trek stuff. So she was just really psyched to sign something different, I think. And, uh, yeah, super nice girl. And I really enjoyed talking to her. Cool.
1: Yeah, I'd definitely go to bat for Felissa as well. She's -hmm. she's one of, like, the sweetest people I've ever met, for sure.
2: And finally, her last question. Which horror actress that you haven't met would you most like to meet?
3: Mm.
1: Jamie Lee Mm. for me. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, God, I don't... That's so hard. I mean, I'm trying to think of someone, like, iconic. I mean, I've been pretty fortunate. I've got to meet a lot of the iconic women in horror. Like, Linda Blair was also always, like, one of the top on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go Mia Farrow, Rosemary's Baby. I know Steve had the chance to meet her, but she's definitely someone I would definitely like yeah. to meet. Um, I mean, I would love... Since I'm such a... Huge fan of the Witch, Anya Taylor-Joy would absolutely be um, on my list as well, um, yeah.
2: And for me, I'd say, I, well, Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, because I mean, it's, just, it's just a classic film and one of my favorites. Uh, another big one for me would be Bonnie Aarons, who played Valak the Nun. I'm mm. obsessed with that character. So I, I have her autograph. I got it through a, like a service, but to actually meet her would be really cool. So I think those two would probably be at the top of my list right now.
0: Steve, I feel like you should dress up as Valak for Halloween. <laughs> no, so that would cool, be so cool because you love Valak so much. <laughs> like I could totally see you doing that
2: as a Halloween costume.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be good for next do next next year and scare all the kids.
2: Yeah, maybe. You know, I, I'm still looking for a costume for next year, so maybe that'll be it. Yeah, that's a great idea. I uh, hope yeah. our nights does a it. nun
1: does a, a nun. Uh, house have they ever done that
2: so ha- funny story uh, they're supposed to do the conjuring like twice now but the rights that they had with someone who had like the rights to the stories from the from the warrants or something kind of uh, broke that mm-hmm. so they at the last minute had to switch it out yeah. uh, so unfortunately we haven't but now I hear that those right issues are kind of done which why they're going to the conjuring three and maybe hopefully for Halloween Horror Nights 30, they're gonna do it. So nice. Yeah. So did just quite didn't make it. I mean, one one year uh, they were supposed to do Ouija, and they lost the rights to it. Like from my understanding, two weeks before the event was gonna start, Jeez. and they had already built they had already built the house and everything. Oh wow. So they just like trashed it and made it um, the purge. <laughs> like uh, they just like basically purged it. Yeah. yeah, said this is it, but it was so totally obviously we just from the everything <laughs> inside. But uh, that's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I, and I have one more name too. I just thought of uh, she she is definitely someone I'd love oh, to yeah. meet. Yeah, yeah. For
2: sure. <laughs>
3: yep.
2: yeah, that'd be a tough one for me because like I love the con. yeah. I love, uh, sorry, I mean, I love Insidious, and I also would want to have her on my Nightmare on Elf Street poster, so it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, i don't know she's such a (laughs) great have you met
1: Uh, lane camp steve
2: yeah i have yeah 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 she was she was really sweet too yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. actually i also met um what's her uh, tina from oh i met her too
1: she was really nice actually uh amanda wiss
2: yeah so she was me, me and my wife met her and there was no one in her line and she kept talking to us, but we had to go like get other autographs. we were doing like just slowly backing away. Yeah. She, like, talking to her, you know, like, she's like too talkative almost. It was a, it was a good experience. yeah. So uh, thank you, Mandy, for the questions. I uh, really appreciate it. And for anyone who wants to send us questions, uh, please do because we love doing this segment and we cannot do it without you. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm.
0: And feel free to include your own answers too. Yeah. All right, guys. So we thought we would go ahead and come up with some list in honor of Women in Horror Month. We're going to do a top five of our favorite final girls. We're also going to do top five of women horror villains. Mm-hmm. And then top five women directors.
1: Yep.
0: All right. Final girls
1: all righty i guess i will start um are we gonna go like we have done all the other shows where like i'll give my five and then you guys give your fives yeah and that's then fine. okay onward and so forth okay so we're doing final girls first yeah all right so at number five for me in my um top five final girls is so funny enough we just talked about her elise rayner from the Insidious franchise. Um, she's just a total badass uh, in the entire franchise. And uh, yeah, she's awesome. And her fighting a demon and what is it, part three, I think was was great. And uh, she's just, yeah, she's great.
0: How great is she though?
2: Amazing. <laughs> yeah, she certainly is. Um, all right, so my number five. Is uh maybe some, someone that people wouldn't think about and it would be Anna, played by Sarah Polly in the Dawn of the Dead remake.
3: Mm. Um
2: I uh I really love Dawn of the Dead, both the originals, my favorite horror film and the remake, but I feel that the uh female character in the remake was better than the original, and that's why I put her there and I just absolutely adore mm. her. She's a total badass and awesome.
0: Cool well my fifth one i guess my top five whatever <laughs> i'm gonna be basic and boring and i'm going with um donna keppel from prom night 2008 played by Brittany snow
1: okay
0: have you seen Tom i Mitchell? have never
1: i've never seen it
0: Steve, have you seen it
1: 2008
0: nope. oh really
1: no i've only seen the original
0: okay well i really like it but anyways um she i feel like she has already experienced trauma because the killer that comes back to attack her he actually killed her parents and her brother when she was younger and so she's already been through all of this bullshit and i feel like it made her a little bit stronger so she was able to face her killer so i would pick her
1: all right it's mm-hmm. have to check it out i've
0: i'm surprised we haven't watched it we have we've watched it yeah
1: i just don't remember it then because it has what's his face from
0: (laughs) i mean i don't think you hated it but it has uh what's his face from that thing you do jimmy he's the oh
1: yeah i feel like i maybe i have seen it it was like a
0: long time ago yeah
1: okay cool uh all right my number four is nancy thompson from the nightmare on elm street franchise uh, I mean, how can you go around with Nancy? I mean, she carries that, that entire first movie. She's a total badass. She makes all those booby traps. Um, and she just, she has no fear. Mm-hmm. So she is um, a great final girl. Um, she does come back for part three. Um, so, you know, she's not just a one movie wonder. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, what more is to say? She's an iconic
2: yeah, final girl and is. I would
1: love to see, um, a figure made of her I, I mean i do have the screen gap, grab figure but i feel like she deserves uh like a NECA treatment like uh, laurie strode got um, I would, yeah time.
0: how come that hasn't been a thing yet
1: i think they should have a complete final girls line um that i would, would love be amazing. To, i would love to see more um done uh, really laurie's the laurie and ellen ripley are really the only ones that have ever been like made and like actual figures so i think nancy is definitely due and yeah. i would be surprised if we see a nancy within the next few years
0: I always love when I see people cosplay as Nancy. I'm like, it just makes my heart so happy. I'm Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I want to do that too.
1: Yeah, I like when they dye the hair white too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I had a girl that I went to high school with. Her name was Katie and she looked just like Nancy. And I like always was like, Oh, she's so beautiful. (laughs) I'm like, have you ever seen nightmare on Elm street? All right.
2: Um, My fourth one is a new, uh, entry to this list and that is grace uh, played by samara weaving and ready or not
3: mm-hmm. uh it's
2: one of my favorite films of last year uh i said it before samara weaving is like killing it right now in the horror genre and i absolutely adore her in this movie and she is a total badass uh female and i just absolutely loved it so i can't wait to see what she does next and uh yeah so that's my number four
1: it's a great choice. Mm-hmm. She really was a badass. It is such lady, a
0: great so, choice yeah. because that is also my number four pick. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> she's great. Yeah. Well. She's very like, I love it. Cause she's very, even though she's, uh, I don't, not that she's unequipped to handle the stuff that she has to face, but she's really like fast on her feet and thinking. And I think it's kind of sweet cause she doesn't want to kill or hurt the people that are trying to come after her, but she knows that she has to. So
1: all right. Uh my at number three for me is Ellen Ripley from the Aliens franchise. I mean, what more can you say? Honestly, I you mean You
0: can't. <laughs> you can't say more. <laughs> not really at no.
1: I mean, she is probably like one of the ultimate badasses yeah. in not even horror history, but film history. Um, you know, just mm-hmm. fucking she's epic and she's she's
2: amazing. Mm-hmm so epic in fact that she's also my number three (laughs) uh yeah i mean what what to say ellen ripley uh scorny Weaver, just absolutely fantastic character and yeah i would say one of the poster childs of like final girls and badass women so yeah awesome
0: um all righty well it would have been
1: perfect if you had her too i well
0: i left her off because i knew that you would probably have her so (laughs) it's like let me not pick one that joe's gonna pick
1: i have a feeling we might all have the same number one but we'll see
0: <laughs> i have a feeling we're not the same number one possibly number two okay um so in that case i guess i'm gonna go with uh sharni vincent from your next number, Aaron. okay Aaron. yep cool yeah i just really liked her because as i mean growing up as a kid she was trained to be a survivalist pretty much and then she goes into this situation of where everyone's attacking the people that she's with and her and she literally right at the gate knows how to defend herself she knows how to fucking kill people like she's not even afraid she's just literally chopping people up doing what she has to do she's not scared Joe Steve she's not scared all
3: right
1: all right <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right number two all right my number two is sydney prescott
0: Same. from the
1: scream <laughs> franchise uh i mean sydney she you know in the first one she was just you know kind of like an innocent um you know young teenage girl and throughout the whole franchise she just got more and more um badass and just grew um with that franchise and she was always a survivor she survived the entire franchise um will she survive the fifth movie if they make it we shall see um but yeah i mean yeah she's awesome and uh yeah definitely one of the best final girls
2: all right are you ready for an absolute bombshell shocker here at number two (laughs) laurie jamie lee curtis from oh Uh, I guess most people would expect her to be number one, but I have a different number one. Uh, What can I say about her? She is, when I think Final Girl, she's the first name that usually pops into my head. Uh, Absolutely iconic in one of the best horror films ever made. And uh, yeah, I adore her. It's just, it's nostalgia that Mm -hmm. keeps her at number two rather than number one, which you'll see when I reveal that one. But uh, an absolute, like the legend as far as Final Girl's in my
0: Cool. Um, so my number two is also Nev Campbell. I mean, there's not much more to say. She is the Scream franchise. She's like the Nancy of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Not much more I can say.
1: All right. All right. Well, that is um, for number one. I don't think it is anybody's surprise at all because I think it's probably everyone's number, mostly everyone's number one final girl. Um, and that for me is Laurie Strode from the Halloween franchise. Um, I mean, she's—I mean, she's just carried this franchise for all these years. Um, the fans love her. Um, she's gotten stronger with every, um, you know the uh, movie she's been in um we don't talk about resurrection of course cuz you know <laughs> <laughs> that was just an abomination killing her off in that movie and they righted the ship though bringing her back for um the new halloween and she was a badass in that and mm-hmm. um i mean yeah she is the halloween franchise i mean she well she goes hand in hand with michael myers she's definitely one of the faces of the halloween franchise along with michael And, um, I mean, she's iconic. I mean, 40 years later, she's still doing movies with Michael Myers and Halloween. So she is just, yeah, when people say Final Girl, she's definitely the first name that pops in my head.
2: Yeah, and I think most people would be that way. I think you're right. Um, But for me, I went a different route. And it's because it's one of my favorite horror films of all time. And also the movie that got me into horror. And that's uh, Barbara. From the Night mm-hmm. Living Dead remake mm-hmm. uh, played by Patricia Tallman um, uh, I, I said I prefer the remake to the original of course the original is more iconic but the remake I thought was a better film uh, overall it's the movie that got me into horror and Barbara's uh, arc and story and the remake is a lot better than the one that she had in the original she goes from being kind of a wimp to being an absolute badass and uh, you know, it's just, it's a name that resonates in the horror genre, you know, the first scene uh, with the, uh, they're coming to get you, Barbara, is <laughs> iconic, mm-hmm. and to me, that's the ultimate final girl.
0: Good pick, Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve, have you met
1: anyone from the, besides I guess Bill Moseley, anyone else from the uh, I, met, I'm,
2: I met Bill Mosley, uh, Tom Savini, and oh. Tony Todd. Nice.
1: I don't know who's gonna be. I know Frightmare is doing a, a reunion this year. I don't know all who's gonna be there. Yeah, they
2: have. Um, uh, what's his name? The, the the like the younger guy is gonna be there. Uh, Patricia Tallman gonna be there. I think Tony Todd's gonna be there. So pretty much, I mean, there's not that many people in the film. There's like six people in that movie. Right. <laughs> so it's not like a huge cast, uh, and one of them passed away. So and George is passed. Oh, I met George Romero. If that kind of counts, because he did. Yeah co-write it and stuff but uh yeah it's uh I, I would love to be there it's just too too far to be honest. like for, the amount of money just to get like those autographs would just be too much right
1: yeah and hopefully they'll do some more closer to you i hope so yeah
0: hopefully um so my number one i know joe thought i was gonna pick Lori, so that's why he picked lori but i picked lori <laughs> Um, there's not much more I can add. I think it's just Halloween is my favorite horror movie, and I do love Jamie Lee Curtis. I love the character of Laurie Strode. And I really like how with um, the new Halloween, she uh, focused it more on like making it out of your trauma that you experience in your life. And I just love how she's really like zoned in on that and really inspired a lot of people. Like with their real life shit that they go through, so
3: mm-hmm.
0: I love Laurie Strode.
1: Don't we all? <laughs> all right, next list.
0: What do we got next, guys? Top.
1: Do you want whichever one you want to do? Like you can pick. We either do directors or horror villains.
0: Well, I don't have much to say about my director picks, but let's
1: do directors. Okay. Top five. Female horror directors. Um, so for me with my list, um, I based it off of, of um the mo- like movies I love
0: directed did. by yeah.
1: female directors. Because surprisingly enough, they're like, you know, I, I was surprised. I mean, there are a lot of female directors, but there should be more like more, especially. Well, and in the it should be genre.
0: more like where it's more well known, I right. guess. Yeah to the average person.
1: Absolutely. Um, so all right. For me. Coming in at number five is the Soska sisters. Um, the Soska sisters, of course, who have done American Mary and, um, Rabid and Dead Hooker in a Trunk. Um, I, you know, I appreciate them because they are legit horror fans themselves. Um, and they're just super nice with their fans and stuff like that. Um, And um, I really was a big fan of American Mary. There are other movies I'm not as big on, but for for them, for me, putting them on this list is more about them just being um, just great ambassadors to the genre. Um, You know, they're always out there speaking. Um, They know their stuff. You can tell they're they're lifelong horror fans and whatnot. And uh, they're still young. And um, I think they have a lot more to um, bring to the table. So I'm excited to see what they uh, do.
2: Uh, my number five is the same thing. I'm also the Soska sisters, uh, pretty much for all the same reasons. Also, they're Canadian, so I had to give them at least some kind of props for that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, really. But, you know, I, I, I have to admit, I haven't loved their latest stuff. But, right. Uh, they're Like you said, they're young. There's still a lot of movies that they can make. And I'm sure they're eventually going to get their groove back and make something awesome. So uh, i oh, looking forward and- to it.
1: I mean, they're probably in their like late thirties, early forties. Yeah. What do you got, Sam?
0: Oh, I thought Steve was looking up how old they were. Uh, Um, uh, (laughs) you're fine. So my number five is Jennifer Kent, who did the Babadook. That was her first horror film that she did.
1: That was her first movie, I think. Was it the first movie? I think movie? it might have been her like first movie. It was movie. her last horror movie,
0: but first and last for now, anyway. I really don't have much to say. I'm just going to list them off.
1: All. all right. All right. Coming in at number four for me is Karen Kusama, who did The Invitation. Just Stop, Joe. And also Jennifer's Body. That's my number one. Is there really? Oh, you're already teasing you're already spoiling it uh Karen no you're spoiling (laughs) um I loved the invitation it was actually in my best of the decade list um when we did that show and when we did Jennifer's Body I was pleasantly surprised with Jennifer's Body
0: you hated it no I didn't
1: I even said on the show that Uh I thought it was a pretty it was better than I expected um so,
0: That's
1: yeah I jam. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I liked both of those movies um, that she did, and uh, yeah, so yeah, that she is my number four.
2: Uh, my number four is Jennifer Kent. Uh, I think that was Sam number five, right? Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, nothing else really to add. She did the Baba Duke, and I'm looking forward to seeing the Nightingale. I haven't seen it, but I keep hearing great things about it. So if you know just based off that, uh, it deserves a spot on my list. Joe
0: have you seen that
1: I did I loved
2: it
0: would Steve like it would I like it I think so
1: I, I think it it, was, it it just missed making my top 10 really last year yeah mm-hmm. and I kept it is out. that
0: the one where like you said there's a scene in it or something that yeah it's a, pretty
1: yeah there's it's it's a dark, it's a that. it's a very dark movie um but man the just Total Retribution and the lead actress is fantastic in it um uh, yeah it's a great movie the reason I left it off my list is because it's not exactly horror per se um it's more of a revenge tale um but there's definitely that's horror for me there's definitely horrific uh tones in it okay
0: um what am I number four I'm on four yep um i'm going with kimberly pierce who is known for boys don't cry and then she also did the carrie remake from 2013 hmm. okay
1: um my number three is i think the first one to be on everyone's list jennifer kent from uh the babadook and the nightingale um i'm not gonna say anything else because i kind of already talked just a love story i just did on the nightingale and i really enjoyed the babadook as well um thought it was um a really good movie about kind of a mother's struggle with um, mental issues and whatnot. And yeah, I mean, she's, she's a real, I'm really excited to see, I mean, what she does next. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved both of those movies and she does movies that kind of makes you think and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, I really dig them. And uh, yeah, she she has a great eye. Uh,
2: My number three is Karen Kusama, uh, Jennifer's body and the invitation. You guys already talked about it. I, I have a feeling you guys are just going to spoil my whole list because you probably <laughs> saw, saw, saw the list of directors. I know. Yeah, Jennifer's Body. Uh, that was a decent film and the imitation is good. So, uh, yeah, definitely deserving to be on the list. Uh, what am I number three?
0: Yeah. Uh, so, my number three pick is Mary Heron, American mm-hmm. Psycho, which I saw for the first time in my life not too long ago. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, my um, number two is Mary Lamb uh, who directed the original Pet Cemetery. Um, I mean, love the original Pet Cemetery. Um, yeah, and yeah, that's it.
2: <laughs> to borrow a line from one of my friends, you know what? Mary Lambert's also my number two, my number two, uh, because she did Pet Cemetery and it's a movie that both scared me and entertained me, and I really enjoy it, so that's why I put her there.
0: You know what, Joe? <laughs> Don't be still in our answers. <laughs> All right, so my number two, we're actually talking about it tonight, is Coralie Bargett? <laughs>
3: Is uh, that how yeah. maybe
0: Fargo? Is that how would you pronounce her? It's French. It's French. So yeah. um, who does revenge, which we'll be reviewing it here in a bit. So mm-hmm. hang tight.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. My number one is.
0: The Anticipation is Killing Joe.
1: <laughs> Mary Heron for American Psycho. American Psycho, definitely one of my um, all time favorite horror movies. Absolutely love that movie. Um, yeah, I mean it's great i don't know what she's really done after that but yeah. uh i don't know if she's jumped off the horror train or what but uh, um i hope she comes back to it because she was she did was fantastic with that movie
0: come back mary
2: <laughs> i don't know why i even bothered to do these lists <laughs> it's real, it's like joe pretty much just spelled out my whole list before i could. yeah uh, mary Heron. american psycho is like a movie that i absolutely loved i remember in college uh, when i was in like film school people this was a movie that people really gravitated towards as something that they wanted to make. And, uh, yeah, it's just an absolutely brilliant film. And so, yeah, that's why I put it at the top of my list.
0: Um, and my number one, which was already mentioned is Karen Kasama. Uh, mm-hmm. next time I think we should just do like a, like a, a combined, combined list. list. Yeah. Okay. And then we can just, well, all...
1: usually we're pretty different, but uh... I
0: don't think so. I feel like we're not. All mm-hmm. right. But anyway, so um all right, so let's go ahead and go on to our villains. Villains All right. Is this going to be the same too?
1: Um, I feel like we'll be a little different. I think some of the same names might pop up, but I think they'll be in different orders, and I think some might not even be on people's lists. All righty. Um, I actually have honorable mentions for this one. Of course you do. <laughs> but I'll save them because if they're on your list, I don't want to spoil yeah. anyone. So I'll save them, and if they're not mentioned, I'll bring them up again. All right, but for me, coming in at number five is tiffany valentine from bride of chucky um how can you go wrong oh
0: joe damn you
1: (laughs) how could you go wrong with tiffany from Bride of chucky she's she really came into a franchise late but became just as a household name she became just as iconic as chucky so she is my number five
2: (sighs) Unbelievable. my number five is Pamela Voorhees, uh, played by Betsy Palmer in the original Friday the 13th. I uh, just absolutely adore her. Uh love the original Friday the 13th and is a character that, like, actually kind of terrified me when I was a kid. So I think that has a lot to do with it. And to this day, I just absolutely love that performance by Betsy Palmer.
0: Well, mine was Tiffany Valentine, so move on, Joe. Was <laughs> it? Yeah, that's why I said when you said yours.
1: Okay, my number four is...
0: I'm leaving.
1: The Queen Alien from Aliens. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, uh, this one might be a little controversial, but to me, I mean, hey, she's a woman. She's fucking terrifying. She eats people. She's a badass. She's the queen. So she is my number
3: four.
2: Yeah, I, I thought about her to put on my list, but I figured we're honoring women in horror. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to put it like a, a fictional, like, see, like, character in it. Uh,
3: anyway,
2: uh, for my number four, I put Annie Wilkes, uh, played by Kathy Bates, in Misery. Uh, just a terrifying performance, an absolutely stone cold uh, woman, and I really enjoyed her performance and that character.
0: Well, now I want to mix up my order. <laughs> I don't know who to pick next. Um, I'm going to go with Baby Firefly. Oh.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what? Because the whole time, I'm like, baby, just save the victims. Like, why do you have to be such a crazy lady and killing everyone? She's a lady, and she's cute, and she's sweet and pretty mm-hmm. and happy. And you're like, maybe she'll just rescue me and <laughs> let me go. All right but does she no. no. she's a she's an evil woman she's like worse than everyone else she's pretty bad
1: uh all right uh coming in at number three for me is samara from the ring
0: i'm out of here
1: <laughs> um i mean yeah i mean she's just a terrifying character i mean just when there and yeah i mean she built a complete franchise so yeah samara from the ring
2: uh, for me, where he talked about her, so I won't go too much into detail, but my number three is Tiffany Valentine, played by Jennifer Tilly. Uh, I just really adore that character, and you're right. It Like, I never thought that they'd have a character that would almost be equal to Chucky to me in that franchise. But uh, Tiffany is just, a, it's like the perfect co-star to Chucky in the series. I absolutely adore that character, and that's why I put her number three
3: oh yeah
1: absolutely um all right well sam is um, stepped away for a second so i will jump to my number two while she is gone um and my number two is annie wilkes from the misery from misery um i mean yeah steve talked on her so i'll, I'll leave it at that um she's just uh, a terrifying character played perfectly by um kathy bates so Sam, you want to give your three and two while you're back, or your number three while you're back? Three and two, I guess, and then Steve can give his two. Three?
0: Oh, I right, only yeah. picked four. Whoops. <laughs> um, my third one was Samara. Okay, Samara. Yeah.
1: Okay. And what's your number two?
0: Um, number two is Jennifer Check from Jennifer's Bad. Okay. <laughs>
2: uh, and my number two is Reagan, played by Linda Blair in The Exorcist. Uh, it's probably my second favorite horror film of all time. Uh, just that movie scared the crap out of me as a kid. It's still really freaky. That performance is awesome. Uh, i do have to mention that the role was like half Eileen Dietz and half, uh, Delinda Blair, Eileen Dietz doing some of the stunt work. Uh, so it had to be mentioned as well. So two females in horror right there. Uh, Reagan is such an iconic character. I buy, like, anything that has Reagan on it. I just, I have a whole actress section in my horror room, and I just adore her. So that's why I put her in number two. All
3: right. uh,
1: and my number one is Mrs. Pamela Voorhees. Um, I mean, just iconic, uh, you know, just... I don't think anyone saw it coming. Exactly.
0: She's a mom. Uh, yeah. You didn't see it coming.
1: Exactly. Um, and yeah, I mean, she was a huge part of that entire Friday the 13th franchise. I mean, most people think of Jason, but without Pamela, there would be no Jason. So she is my number one.
0: Whenever I think of uh, Pamela, I think of when Joe had a friend who cosplayed as, <laughs> as Pamela was yeah. the funniest thing ever. Mm-hmm he had like a thrift store wig on his head yep. and just he had like a beard and everything <laughs> yeah. it was so fun
1: mm-hmm. and I had the chance to meet her and she was sweet she was so sweet she was mm-hmm.
0: like what'd she ask you
1: oh man I don't it was so long I mean you've seen that picture with me and her I was like 18 yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. I was really young um I remember I had her sign a Friday the 13th poster that I ended up losing.
3: Oh, no. Yeah, it's
1: heartbreaking because we lost her, unfortunately, and I'll never get that back. So, that is definitely one of my saddest collection losses.
3: Thanks. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: my number one, no surprise, I think, to anyone who listens to this podcast, is a Valak the Nun, played by Bonnie Ahrens, uh, specifically in The Conjuring 2. I don't know what it is about this character that just captured my imagination. I think it's, I used to be really like weary and afraid of churches as a kid. I thought they were super creepy and nuns and priests always freaked me out for some reason. I don't know what it is. So seeing a nun character uh, as a demon and a ghost in a movie that I absolutely loved and how well she was shot and presented just really captured my imagination. And she gave me like kind of a little like fear goosebumps which at my age doesn't happen anymore so to get that this late in my life uh i think just really gave me a good impression and i absolutely adore this character i collect everything that is phallic related i just absolutely adore her and that's why i right at number one
0: and that's why you need to dress up as her for halloween <laughs> i can see it
2: mm-hmm Steve hates it.
0: You know what, Steve?
2: <laughs> no, I'll do it. I'm, I, I'm actually seriously thinking about it. It's, it's an easy costume. You so
0: should I'll, do a video. That could be your, that can be a YouTube video, like your wife turning you into Valak.
1: How hard is it? You just put some white, slop some white face paint on and black around the eyes and you're Valak.
0: You got to do some shadowing <laughs> yeah. and contouring. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I, I won't do that. My wife could do that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and I'm done costumes, super easy to find, so... I certainly will think
0: about it. Alrighty. Uh, my number one is, what do you think it is,
1: Jill? I don't know, but if it's not the one I'm thinking of, I'm going to be shocked. So.
0: Well, so. I'm tired and I wasn't prepared, so it's probably not. Okay. I'm just going to go with Reagan. <laughs> okay. Who am I missing?
1: So, I'm, so Reagan's your number one. I'm going to give my honorable mentions, and I'm very shocked, Sam, that one of my honorable mentions is not on your no! list. No!
0: That is Rose from from Get Out. Well, I was thinking of someone scary. That's who, like, I was... She is scary. She is scary, but, I mean, that scared me, like... Yeah. Yeah. But, But
1: yeah, Rose from Get Out. uh, She's great. She's a great villain in the movie. Uh, You really don't know it until you get to that twist. But, yeah, uh, just a really good one. And my other honorable mention was um, Mrs. White from uh, Carrie. um, Carrie, who is just a terrifying... Um, character in that movie, um, just I, with her religious uh, extremism and all that, um, it, she's quite scary. So she's definitely a lot Yeah, of, um,
0: I had a friend um, growing up who had a mom like that. Really? I feel yeah. like Steve's ex girlfriend had a mom like that. <laughs> Out on the yes. farm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
1: but awesome. Yeah, I like hearing everyone's list. So that was great. I think the director's one, but I, I blame that maybe a little bit on Hollywood because. Maybe we just need more women directors. All of our lists were very similar, but our other two lists were very Mm -hmm. um, different. So I think maybe it's just, um, you know, time to um, recognize and honor more female
0: directors. That's right. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, speaking of female directors, like new, Mm -hmm. the new female director for Candyman.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yep. And it's perfect. We'll be talking about that later on.
0: We're talking about it now. Do you want to talk about it now? now it's I thought fine. we were talking about it during no. our news. We'll go ahead and review Revenge. Mm-hmm. But first, you're going to listen to the trailer. Now what?
2: <laughs> just, just continue. Uh, I'm going to oh. take that two-second pause and put it in there. All right.
0: Okay, I'm going to throw it over to Joe to give us the synopsis.
1: All right. So, Revenge, female-directed. By, I can't remember her name already. It was Coralie. Coralie. Coralie, forget. No, yep. no, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay.
2: okay. Before you yes. guys butcher it, Steve, she's <laughs> French. Yeah,
0: come on, yeah. what Steve? The hell, Steve, what the
2: hell? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Coralie Farge. Okay. Oh, right.
0: oh my God. Go. Say that again Perfect. for all the ladies listening.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coralie Farge. There you go.
0: Wow.
2: There is it? I actually. And
0: I'm like, Coralie?
1: I had hopes we would get her on the show, but response but coralie if you're listening shoot us a message (laughs) um but yeah so revenge um is a movie about um basically a, a guy and his mistress um he brings her to um basically a pretty desolate um place um where he has a house um do we ever find out like what he does for a uh, living? Is it like a drug thing? I thought it was a drug or, thing. Yeah. Drug so I'm board. assuming. So he he brings her to a dusty place where him and his associates kind of. It seems like they have some sort of sketchy drug ring going on. But, um, yeah. So you know the he brings her along. They kind of you know
3: uh,
1: do a lot of love making and all of that fun stuff. Um, and then um basically what happens is is that um so she gets um basically brutally raped by one of um his associates uh and from there um they try to cover it up pretty much they you know try to pay her off and you know be like you know here here's some money we'll you know we'll take you or we'll send you wherever you'd like we'll get you a new job and whatnot and You can tell she's not having any of this. She's like, just get me the fuck out of here. I want to get back, get on the helicopter and get out of this place. So um, she ends up, he ends up hitting her. She runs off. She gets pushed off a cliff where you presume that she has been killed and murdered by these men. Um, She miraculously survives. And the rest of the movie is basically them cat and mouse game of them Trying to finish the job by killing her so they are not found out, and her trying to survive.
0: That was great. Yeah,
1: how was that? I'm not usually good with plot synopsis. I struggle a little, but I tried.
0: (laughs) All right, so what do you guys think?
2: Go for it, Steve. Uh, All right, yeah, so I thought it was a solid revenge film. Uh, I thought the performances were really great. Like, they. Like, I was really sold on each character as a role in this whole thing. Uh, The fights were really cool. Like, they were very, very bloody. Like, maybe a little too much, like, for reality. But I did (laughs) enjoy uh, just how brutal this movie was. It didn't pull on, like, it didn't hold back on showing you some of the gross things that happened in it. Except the rape, which I'm happy about, because I don't like to see that stuff. But they implied it heavy enough that it was that you rooted for this woman to, you know, kill those guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, my only criticism that I have is I thought it was a bit too long and dragged out a little bit in parts. Uh, They could have maybe cut out a good 15, 20 minutes out of this and made it an hour and a half instead. But overall, uh, I enjoyed it. It was a fun film to watch and just uh, something I'm happy I watched.
1: Yeah, I agree. I really, really really like this movie mm-hmm. um in fact it probably would have made my top 10 had i seen it the year like it came, count i think about an 18 i believe but i didn't see it until 19 17. um yeah um but i yeah i mean i really love this movie um definitely up there with one of the best like rape revenge movies like right up there with you know a nice spit on your grave last yeah. house on the left um type thing um this one's just really violent um which is just really entertaining when the guys mm-hmm. get their comeuppances. Um, it's super entertaining. I do agree with um, Steve though. There are a few, a uh, couple scenes that really drag. That kind of brought me down. Um, most specifically, um, the scene where she's trying to pull the um, stick like out of her stomach, and she takes the drugs and stuff. That scene goes on way too long. Um, that's like a good like fifteen minute scene that just drags on way too long um that's really only though my only real complaint about this movie other than that i think it's stylistically amazing um the movie looks fantastic mm-hmm. it is shot so it well is. there are a couple of shots that are just like breathtakingly yeah. um even the opening scene where it with um you see it through the guy's sunglasses looks really cool just like her ear her earrings are almost like a side character yeah. in this movie um they're just really cool looking and uh, even the soundtrack <laughs> is really cool too um really really well done um you can tell like um the director um had a lot of um influences from 80s style horror movies and whatnot it definitely shows
0: well even just looking at the movie poster I mean it's so bright and bold Mm -hmm. and vivid and that's how the movie is Mm -hmm. I really like it I don't remember did we watch this together like we did but separately Mm -hmm. I can't remember um I really liked it because it's this beautiful girl who she's just like living her best life Mm -hmm. away with some guy who's like her sugar daddy just taking care of her (laughs) at this beautiful house and then all of a sudden you know like she's robbed of her like safety net safety mm-hmm. feeling and she has to like find it within her ball sack to really kick some butt to survive right. like
1: right and she's like at the beginning of the movie she you know she's not a, your typical badass looking woman yeah like obviously um and once this trauma happens to her and she goes into survival mode she becomes a complete and total just badass i mean she's fucking
0: and i love when she's like carrying the gun around (laughs) like i was like oh that would be such a great halloween costume too yeah and then (laughs) when she fucking burnt
1: she fucking burnt she cauterizes her wound and you know she got that fucking uh what is it the hawk or the eagle as the uh the, like the thing she used to cauterize it, and uh, that's really cool. I think it's a phoenix actually, which is like a perfect yeah. symbolism you know, phoenix rising from the ashes. Um, so yeah, I mean, real good uh, sim, uh, symbology there and whatnot. So
0: I really like it too. Like when they're in the house towards the end, where they're just oh, going, God, they're yeah. like walking in circles <laughs> that around scene is that. Nuts. Yeah. yeah, the amount of blood <laughs> everywhere, it's just
1: definitely a super memorable scene (laughs) yeah but uh
0: it's so good yeah
1: it's it's really memorable um and yeah i mean is it horror though do you consider it horror
0: yes okay would you consider it a horror if a guy raped I, you and then they tried to kill you and in order to survive it's either you I, or them? I'm
1: talking on it as like the on a genre yes. thing. I consider it horror, but I, I do. I, some people do. Some people don't consider rape revenge movies as part of the horror genre. I so do. That's why I ask.
0: Do you know how scary it is to try I, to I do. fight for yourself?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's not. I'm no, just, I know.
0: Yeah. I'm talking to the people who think it's not
1: <laughs> horror
2: well hopefully steve thinks it's horror yeah yeah i I do uh yeah i i see see revenge as a subgenre of horror so yeah yeah this one definitely qualified uh one scene that really made like really like brought the tension that i was really like into was that scene where that creepy dude is asking jennifer why she doesn't like him yeah It Yeah. it just really like got under my skin it was just unnerving and that just shows how great both those performances were.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's
2: just so like, and it's something that I, like I feel that women go through sometimes. Uh, men asking just really creepy questions. And, sometimes.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was talking hot.
2: to um, to Mandy about that scene specifically because I know she watched it to, to listen to our podcast, and she said, "Yeah, she's saying, yeah you, you have no idea. Men just ask the weirdest lot. questions sometimes, and it can get kind of overwhelming. So
0: yeah,
2: yeah, it's uh, it's just." creepy to see it in that way and it just gives a perspective of it can feel to be asked something so creepy you know because men don't really get that so no. so, yeah, so definitely some honor there and the other note i want to talk about i don't think she'd survive that to be honest with you. yeah uh, i don't think so but both the falling off the tree and the burning thing didn't really like I think it would take way longer to burn the tr- the <laughs> stick for her to fall off. than yeah. I think she'd be dead by that point and cooked. You
3: know. Yeah. So there was.
2: Watched
1: Yeah, that would have broke her back. I think.
2: Right and- yep. at, at the very yeah. least.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but then, sometimes like, yeah.
0: Like, you're meant to survive. <laughs> like the universe has a way of like where it's like, holy shit! I can't believe you survived. Yeah
1: i mean i'll just go with it because it's a movie (laughs) but i mean yeah realistically she. i'd be like
0: oh (laughs) my neck is broken in my back guess i'll just die here (laughs) i love that
1: scene too where the ants crawling and all the blood drops on it like it's slow motion that's a really cool stylistic shot um and oh and that scene where steve's talking about right before she's about to get um raped and the guy comes in and he's chewing on uh that candy and it zooms in on his mouth like chewing on it yeah. and it just like makes you feel so dirty like nasty yeah yep. and it's yeah I mean it's just great I mean God what a good director I'm um, great direction from um Coral Coralie <laughs> Coralie <laughs> um but yeah um just yeah a, a fantastic movie I I really really enjoyed this one yeah cool
0: I'm glad yeah. I knew that Joe liked it I'm mm-hmm. glad Steve liked it
2: yeah no, that, right,
0: that, so, that was a great pick sign. yeah so what are we what are our ratings guys
1: um so yeah like i said i mean i think it's great i think it's one of the best uh revenge movies out there honestly um and uh yeah i rated it very highly like i said the only problem is like steve said i think they could have cut maybe 15 20 minutes from it cut it down to about an hour and a half i think this would have been a damn near perfect movie at that point but to me um as is I'm gonna give it an eight and a half
3: mm, Okay.
2: and I will give it an eight I also really like this movie it was uh but like like you said Joe like just cutting it a little bit making it a little bit tighter and it could have been up to a nine for me but as it stands I put it as a, at an eight this is tough
0: because joe took my score i'm <laughs> bumping it down to an eight sorry revenge don't blame me I'm Joe. <laughs> it's so good watch it if you have not seen it it's yeah it's really beautiful
1: absolutely and also todd since he couldn't give it uh, make it he gave me his score for the movie and his score for revenge todd, was an
0: 8.25 i was thinking 8.2 todd i see you i see you todd <laughs> all right cool Mm -hmm. all right well we're gonna take a little break um and joe's gonna go over some horror news for us and then we're gonna do the next review after you drive me
3: completely crazy (laughs) stan dimitri my associates (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: All right, folks, we got now some hard news. Um, let's just like jump right into the biggest news of the day, Please. and that is the Candyman trailer. Say my
0: name, say my
1: name. <laughs> the Candyman trailer, of course, dropped today. Um, perfect considering it is a female directed movie directed by Nia DaCosta. Uh, Candyman will be releasing June 12th, 2020. Um, yeah, so, um, what'd you guys think of the trailer for Candyman?
0: Um, okay, so my thoughts before seeing the trailer, I didn't, I was excited for it because Candyman was my jam when I was young. Um, I was deathly afraid of Candyman, so there was some nostalgia for it, and I was just excited, um, for whatever it was gonna be, except it for what it is. Then I see the trailer, And I was like, oh, my damn. Oh, my damn. That's what I thought. Okay.
2: (laughs) Steve? Yeah, oh, my damn. It was just so damn. damn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a well done trailer. Uh, It just really got me hyped for it. I wasn't super excited about a Candyman remake. Uh, I like the Candyman films. I don't love them, Mm -hmm. if I'm being completely honest uh it did like i remember when it came out at the time uh did were you guys i know you guys are a little younger than me did you guys do the bloody mary like thing when you were kids yeah. uh okay. yes
0: yeah
1: i mean yeah it was like a thing yeah but i right, exactly. never seen yeah. candy man in the mirror because of this i movie. did
0: yeah
1: hell no <laughs> yeah um
2: anyway yeah so i i wasn't like a huge fan of candy man but seeing this trailer i am totally in i cannot wait it's jumped up right up to near the top of my anticipation list for 2020 and uh, what a great trailer just super well made and i'm at the point where i don't think i want to see another one i think i saw yeah. just enough yeah. to get me excited i, I, agree. And, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: I awesome.
0: was I kind of thought, um, I was like, did they show a little too much in the trailer? They may have. I was like, I definitely don't want to see anything else after that. I felt like I, I wish I would have picked a shorter option when right. I looked at the trailer. So, so like, I already
1: have, one. like, a theory of how the movie's going to go. Like,
0: Well, don't run it. I'm not going to say Shut it. Shut damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel
1: like they did kind of give away a little much, because I'm like, well, I kind of have an idea of, like, exactly what's going to happen, and it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but overall, yeah, I mean, I really liked this trailer. Um, I have two nitpicks
0: Say my name. Say my
1: name. I mean, whatever. But it, why it, did it
0: have to? Ew, Jesse's I agree. The
1: Desi's Child song is like, very oh. weird. It's very weird, but it's very Jordan Peele, kind of like how he did. I put, I got five on it. I with get, but stuff. it's
0: not the same. It didn't have the same effect.
1: I agree. I agree. So that's one of my nitpicks. My other nitpick is the use of CGI bees. Is that really you, you can, like you couldn't read real bees?
0: No, we have to protect the bees <laughs> that we have. But it's, like, so
1: obvious they were CGI. Like, it just does not, like, it who took me ca- out of it It's a bee. A
0: who cares? It took me out of
1: it a little.
0: It's a bee, Joe. Do you know how much work it takes to <laughs> hire a bee handler <laughs> To train them, like it's but that's not, why
1: it looks so good in the original worth... Candyman when they were climbing it's... all over Tony Todd there. But
0: times have changed. We're trying to protect the bees.
1: Okay, protect the bees, I guess. But I, I <laughs> yeah, they use CGI bees. But like I said, those are little nitpicks. The rest of the trailer to me looked amazing. I think it, it looked really, really good. Um, very curious. I really liked how they kept Candyman secretive. Does that mean it's going to be Tony Todd? Does that mean it's not going? I, I I don't know. Um, I was the whole time I watched that trailer, I was like, they're gonna reveal Tony Todd's Candyman. And it's gonna be epic. And then they didn't, and I was like, oh, I wish they did. But I'm like, I do like at the same time, I like that they kept it secretive. So we don't know, so it's gonna be more of a surprise when the movie comes out. Um, but yeah, I, I mean I hope it is Tony Todd as Candyman personally. Um, well, I
0: mean, he's credited as Candyman. Well, on the voice,
1: his that did not sound like Tony Todd as Candy. Like yeah. the voice sounded different.
0: Why? Well, know. Um, I'm just saying because I right. was looking at the credits just to even. Oh, really? See. They
1: have him like credited. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Okay, then maybe he will be Candyman. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'll be. I'm just to see what happens, and um, yeah. I mean, obviously, you can tell. Uh, Jordan Peele's hands are all kind of all over this. Which thing. is why it looks
0: um, beautiful yeah. and stunning. Like, um, but yeah, mic drop. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I'm sure we will definitely be covering it uh, for the podcast, so be ready for Uh, that. Obviously, we are. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: All right, the next bit of horror news is, file this one under, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in.
0: Well, they're about to pull Steve and I back in, too.
1: All right, because I was completely out on American Horror Story after this latest season, 1984, but... Season 10 has been announced, the cast, and the biggest reveal, Macaulay Culkin has joined the cast for American Horror Story Season 10. Um, that just super intri- like, intrigues me. Um, we have, Macaulay hasn't done anything in a long time. Um, so I'm really excited to see what he does. I, I'm interested to see if he's going to be a villain or a good guy. Um, but the rest of the cast, also some na- big names coming back, uh, Sarah Paulson, Evan Peters, Kathy Bates, uh, Leslie Grossman, um, and Lily Rabe. So um, I'm interested to hear Steve's thoughts on this, because I know he's been out on American Horror Story for quite a while. Does this bring you back at all, Steve, or make you a little more interested
2: uh, actually, yeah, <laughs> I I think I'll watch the first three episodes before it starts falling apart <laughs> in, the, in the season. Uh, Macaulay Calkin, like, have you guys watched any of his interviews in the last few years? Like, he's been yeah. doing a lot of that, and he's he seems really down to earth, like really yeah. cool guy. And I'm really looking forward to seeing his return in like a major project. Uh, so that really uh, would that alone would bring make me watch season 10 but some of the other names evan peters uh, leslie grossman kathy bates uh, just having all those people together again i think is enough to kind of push me towards at least trying to watch it but man it's just been such a brutal series the last few years that it's it doesn't i'm not going to give it a lot of chances like two three episodes if i'm not in by two three episodes i'm just going to stop watching it
0: I'm really excited to well one because Evan Peters like mm-hmm. oh my damn <laughs> um and the fact that they're gonna have Macaulay on there I was even telling Joe that there was a podcast I was listening to him where he was on it Steve and he was talking about like how he's having a hard time getting work and he was like just hire me for something like I am a hard worker I'll do whatever like just give me a chance and so I'm like this is gonna like his career so much like it did for Kathy Bates because I know before she started um, on American Horror Story, she had even said she thought her career was done and over with, and then it just started back up after her taking on a role for American Horror Story. So I'm really excited.
2: Uh, I beg to differ, she was on The Office. That's a big, <laughs> big enough role. <laughs> That's what to do. Said. I didn't say it. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: now I'm excited. Yeah.
1: Uh, all right, uh, next bit of news here. For those of you uh, who did not have Shudder but wanted to check out the Creep Show series that was on there, uh, AMC will be airing it uh, later this year. So if you do have AMC, the first season of Creep Show will be coming on there. So you'll be able to check it out through there. Um, the second season has also been green lit. So uh, yeah, keep an eye on it. Uh, I think we did all we really enjoyed that first season. So.
0: I'll watch the first season again.
1: Yeah, it was good.
0: I'm glad it's going to be on a station that people can get to more.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Did they say when they're going to start filming season two?
1: No, just that it's been uh, green lit and that um, it was a massive hit for when, Shudder. Broke records.
0: When did we see one? When was that airing? It was October. Time? It was October? Yeah. I mm-hmm. can not remember. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: We actually still have the last episode to watch. We, we never, do? Yeah, we never watched it, and so we definitely need to get on that. Um, all right, Steve, I think you had one or two bits of news, didn't you?
2: I did. Uh, actually, no, that was one of them. But just uh, to note, AMC owns Shudder, so it's not a big surprise that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who thought, like, this was a Shudder Shutter exclusive, like nothing else, uh, because it's their parent company, that it makes sense that they're going to bring it to TV, and I'm happy. Honestly, more eyes have on this project, the better, because I think it's awesome, and yeah. it just bring new fans to horror, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the other piece of news I have is that they are releasing uh, The Turning uh, in April on Blu-ray. Uh, the Turning is a film that was in theaters in January. I saw it. I thought it was good, except it had a really weird and abrupt ending. Like, really, really ruined, kind of ruined that whole movie. Uh, of how abrupt it was and how strange it was. While it was announced on uh, Bloody Disgusting that they're actually going to have an alternate ending in the blu-ray release to uh kind of show i guess more of uh, a finish to this movie like an actual actually finished the story not just end it in the weirdest part and i think that's a great thing because i think had they had a decent ending this movie might have gotten uh, some good reviews instead of turning out i think a cinema like f score which is like the lowest score you can get for a film so I urge you guys to check it out on Blu-ray. I think it's a decent film, and there's if it has a good ending, then I think I'd put it. It it could get a good point or two more uh, on my end. So yeah, check it out.
3: Cool. Yeah,
1: that might be one we might end up covering, especially with uh, once it hits uh, home video. So yeah, keep uh keep ears uh, on it, folks. Um, all right. Yeah, and I, next... I... No, go for it.
2: I was just going to say, I, I think it's one we should, because it's one of those movies that there's a lot to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of, like, weird elements and different things going on that would make for a fun discussion. So it's one of those movies that I think we would have a lot to say about, whether it's good or bad, uh, and those usually end up being the best episodes. So I hopefully we can cover it when it comes out on April 21st. All right.
1: Uh, the next bit of news here is that um, the USA um, rights for the sequel to Train to Busan have been picked up by um, the company Wellgo USA. Um, so um, apparently, the film has already started um, being released in Japan and whatnot, and it will be coming over to America soon. However, the director wanted to clear up some confusion um that it is not a direct sequel to train to busan um but it happens in the same universe um the title of the movie is peninsula and it takes place four years after the outbreak of zombies that were chasing um the protagonists in train to busan um in peninsula uh Follows a former soldier who has managed to escape overseas. is given a mission to go back, and unexpectedly meets up with survivors in um, the zombie universe. So, um, if it's anything like Train to Busan, I'm sure it'll be a very, very good movie. But I, I am kind of a little disappointed it's not a direct sequel. But I guess where do you go from there? So, yeah. So, to yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, all right. Next bit of news. Um, I wanted to bring this up because I know Steve is a big video game guy. So I think maybe he can give us a little more, um, you know, uh, in depth analysis on this one. But Eli Roth has been announced to direct the Borderlands film for Lionsgate Films. So, Steve, what can you tell us about Borderlands? Is it anything
2: to do with horror? Not really, no. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> a, a l- I guess a little bit. It's kind of like post-apocalyptic uh, type story, but super bright colors and super like um, not. It's not very horror. Uh, I'm not really sure why they picked Eli Roth for that project. To me, his style doesn't match what Borderlands is all about, which is a really tongue-in-cheek type of game. Uh, So I'm interested to see where they go with it. But me personally, I don't know how you guys feel. I I don't feel Eli Roth has done anything too great in the last decade. (laughs) So I don't know how to feel about this, but uh, Borderlands is a great game. So at least check out the game, especially Borderlands. Well,
3: all
1: right. Well, for those of you um, in uh, the Universal Studios Hollywood area, That would like to go and check out the Walking Dead walkthrough attraction. You don't have much time as it has been announced that the attraction will close on March 4th. Uh, Apparently, it is going to be replaced with a um, Secret Life of Pets ride.
0: (laughs) What's it replacing?
1: Ah, uh, the Walking Dead attraction. Oh wow. Um, so I mean, I don't know if this has anything to do with kind of the uh, the uh, I guess less and less popularity of the show. I would say yes, but um I don't know. I think kind of the Walking Dead has kind of run its course at this point, and I think this is kind Steve of, will get I you. think this is kind of a telling sign of that. but uh, yep.
2: Hurricane Steve is coming in to save the day here. Uh, So, the Walking Dead attraction was always a placeholder. Uh, It was never meant to be there permanently. Uh, They just didn't have anything for that space, so what they basically did is they put a permanent Halloween Horror Nights house in that space while they were trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, But they did announce that they're going to bring The Walking Dead back to Halloween Horror Nights this year. I don't know if that's just Hollywood or that's going to be both uh, Universal uh, Parks. And on the Walking Dead, being dead thing, yes, their ratings have been going down over the last few years, but it's still by far the highest-rated uh, cable TV show on television. So yes, it's going down, but it's so far ahead that it doesn't matter. And their ratings have actually gone up. But the premiere, the mid-season premiere was this past weekend, and it's actually pretty good. So there you go. All right.
1: Cool. Uh, all right, and then. Uh... The next bit of news here, and I guess I'll just end it with this tonight, um, is that we are going to be getting a prequel to The Orphan that will give us the origins of Esther. Sam, I see you. Your head perked up here. You're shaking your head.
0: Shaking my head. No! No? Why? You didn't like The Orphan? No. No? She wasn't. I don't know. She, I was actually going to put her as a, one of my villains. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a twist. I, don't I think remi- one of well, the most surprising I,
1: twists in I couldn't
0: remember the twist. Time. It's kind of like uh, the movie from last year, isn't it?
1: She wasn't a little girl. She was really a 33-year-old. Yeah, like, it was woman. like the
0: man from the... What was... <laughs> what's that fucking movie last year? Where the kid's name was Miles with the lady the from... The Prodigy? Yeah.
1: Oh. Where, like, his body was possessed. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's creepy. So, yeah. Um, the movie will be directed by William Brent Bell, who just did The Boy 2 and The Devil Inside. Uh, and they're expecting um, the movie to be released this year. So, yeah, if you're a fan of uh, Orphan, um, we'll be checking it out.
3: Okay.
1: And, uh, yeah, I'll I'll leave it off with that. Oh, one last bit of news, I guess, that's interesting, uh, because we've been reporting on uh, Little Shop of Horrors a, a lot as of late, this remake. Chris Evans is currently in talks to play... The evil dentist in the upcoming reboot so i think that would be a pretty good casting choice
0: we'll see <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the horror news joe you got it all right guys so we are moving on to our next review and that is all the boys love mandy lane from 2006 i'm gonna throw it to steve to give you a little synopsis right after we play you the trailer eagles
3: eagles, we're the- There she is, boys, Mandy Lane, untouched, pure. Since the dawn of junior year, men have tried to possess her, and to date, all have failed.
0: Chloe, cry. is she in? I'm working on it. You're coming this weekend, right? Right. She's coming to my ranch, dude. Welcome to Paradise,
3: we want to Mandy! Break what we want to you seem different. It's because I hear yeah. him.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Did you guys hear that?
3: Somebody's out there. There's nobody out there.
1: Oh my God. Andy, I think we need to get out of here.
2: So that was the trailer for All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. So the synopsis is a group of high schoolers invite Mandy Lane, an innocent, desirable girl, to a weekend party on a secluded ranch. While the festivities rage on, the number of revelers begin to drop mysteriously. Um, So I'll I'll go first with my uh, initial thoughts here. i had never seen this movie before. um, So this was a fresh watch, well, a new watch for me. And I got to say, I did not really understand this movie at all. Uh, I don't understand what the hell happened in, at the end there.
0: Oh, my I, damn.
2: I I, um, I was confused at the whole film. Like, the way it was shot it was weird. It was. It had, like, this weird, like, hue, like, almost like a filter on the screen. That You didn't happened. love
0: that, Steve?
2: No, I, I thought it was Jackie.
0: The Texas Chainsaw look.
2: Yeah, it failed in that regard. Um, I don't know. It just really didn't grab me. Like, I found myself bored until there'd be a killing. Then I'd be interested for, like, two minutes. And then bored again until the next killing. So, uh, fair to say, I didn't really like this one.
0: Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and go next. So, when Joe had actually told me about this movie... And he had, he, it had been a while since he'd seen it. And so he thought it was where they take her out there and they rape her and it's like a rape revenge movie. So I wanted to watch it. Um, but it, it's not that. <laughs> no, it <laughs> I, was, <wasn't. laughs> I was like, Joe, come on. Um, and he was like, I don't remember what happened. But talking about how Steve uh, mentioned where it looks like there's a filter over the camera, I actually loved how that was shot. I wish the whole movie looked like that. I loved all of the music that they were playing. They were playing a lot of like old school songs, but it was from today's artists, not popular today's artists, but you know what I mean? Covers of it. Um, But I wish that they would have kept the movie looking like that because it just kind of went away once they got out to the house. And I, I, yeah. Um, But anyways, I, I like, I don't know. I liked it, but i don't know i kind of feel bad for her friend
1: <laughs> uh all right i'll give my initial thoughts um so yeah i god when like sam was looking for like movies to do for uh, women in horror month and stuff this one like i just kind of did like a google search and this one popped up and i was like man i have not seen this movie in forever that i had been like i think i liked it but like it had been so long and i was like i think we should revisit it because like i it had been so long Um what I remembered most about this movie was the controversy around it, because, um, you know, it was made in 2006, but didn't actually get a release until 2013. So I think that's like what I remembered most about it, uh, from back then was that it was just like so much hype for this movie because, you know, seven, it came out, you know, it took seven years to finally get a release. It was just in developmental hell, um, You know, um, so, yeah, so anyway, um, we watched it, um, and it was not, it was basically a fresh watch, because I hadn't seen it since it released in 2013, so I had not remembered a lot about it, clearly, I thought it was like a rape revenge movie, which it clearly was not, Um, and overall, you know, I thought it was an okay movie at at best, Um, you know, it Definitely has a lot of issues. Um, there are some other, there's some good stuff in here too, though. I mean, I stylistically, I think it's a, a good looking movie for the most part. Um, like, sh- you know, shotting what I think there's some good, like tracking shots and stuff like that, that works well within the movie and some stylistic shots that look cool. Um, the movie takes a long time to get going though. That is the big problem here um you know obviously the intro's pretty entertaining and interesting but then there's like a good 30 35 minutes where it's just a lot of filler and not a lot happens um but some of the kills are very inventive um i did like how it ended um with the big twist reveal um which i thought was pretty good um so um yeah that's my initial thoughts but why did you feel? What friend are we talking about? You felt bad for
0: her best friend.
1: Okay, so th- this is, you want to get into the, the reveal then of like the killer and all this? Is Well, this...
0: would Mandy Lane be someone that you guys would be ooling and aying over in high school?
1: Probably, she's very cute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: She's not as yeah, cute as the girl from yeah. like, Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> the girl from Revenge is hotter. Well, she's a woman. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, w- I guess all the, yeah, I, uh, I think all the boys in high school would definitely be ooing and ah yeah. over um Mandy Lane. Um, but yeah, so basically what happens is like, you know, they go to this farmhouse and are terrorized by this unknown killer. Well, first
0: of all, but they, I think you're I, missing a bit. Well, because oh, right, no, they're it. wanting to, they all like want, all these guys want to sleep with her and right. they're like, let's take her out there because I'll get her first and then right. you can have her and then like, we're just going to have sex with Mandy Lane, like. I was disgusted by that. I was like, get a life, boys. They're high
1: school boys.
0: Men are like that, too. So, men, get a life. All right. <laughs> just saying. As you were, Joe.
1: <laughs> no, go for it.
0: No, that's all okay. I just wanted is how they planned. They thought right. it was going to be like a sex
1: so, orgy. I don't think it was a surprise, like, who the killer was, right? Like, the initial killer? like her friend there. I mean, I think that was like pretty obvious, right?
0: Okay, so she, she has a best friend. It's a guy friend where he kind of protects her from all of these idiots that just want her because she's a cute looking girl. Like they're actually really good friends. They're at a party one night. One of the jocks that is trying to hit on her ends up being talked into jumping off the house to impress Mandy by her best friend, which is a great
1: scene. I it really is. like that. scene. It,
0: yeah, it made me feel really uneasy. Um, so, and I even said, I go, what's gonna happen, Joe? Is that I'm assuming Mandy becomes popular and then she doesn't, she stops talking to her best friend that pretty much made the guy kill himself. But whatever. Um, so they weren't friends anymore, and she started hanging out with the popular kids, and then that's where they took but them.
1: Where they stopped hanging out? Apparently not. Well, apparently not, <laughs> but this
0: is what you think. And then you mm-hmm. can go ahead and...
1: Uh, yeah, and then, like, so, I mean, yeah, her boyfriend basically, or not her boyfriend, but, like, her, her friend um, is basically, from what we assume, is that he kind of, like, went out uh, he's so obsessed with Mandy Lane is that he has followed them all to this ranch and is killing off uh, all of the friends one by one um, with some pretty cool kills. Um, I really liked um, the uh, bottle... Is it the bottle kill? Where, like, he st- sticks the ball in our mouth? Or am I thinking of a different I don't know. I that?
0: liked the one with the gun where he sticks it, he sticks it in that of, the That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah,
1: where he sticks the the barrel of the gun in her mm-hmm. mouth. Yeah, that one was a good kill. And, um... I'm trying to think of some of the other good ones, but yeah, there's like so um, you know the the body count is you know decent. I mean, this plays out like your basic run of the mill teenagery slasher type movie. Um, yeah, and uh, before I get into the reveals, is there anything else you wanted to like say, Steve?
2: Yeah, like I I like the reveal of uh, her being kind of in cahoots with the guy killing everyone. It's Mm -hmm. all the stuff after that that ruined it for me. Uh, The whole, like, suicide pack thing and the fact that she, like, kind of turns on the suicide pack because she likes that guy that she met, you know, like, two hours ago. I don't do know. Do you, you
0: think that's why she changed her mind, or do you think there was never a suicide pack on her side?
2: Right, that's the way I, I, that's how I
1: perceived it. I perceived it that she's just crazy, and that she basically like, made him do all this stuff, but she was never gonna commit suicide with him, and that she's just kind of like, nuts.
2: Yeah, see, what, it wasn't clear to me like that. Yeah, uh, Because, like, if that's true, why'd she try to save that guy for, you know, like, it just didn't make, I thought she just kind of changed her mind because now she had something to live for mm. kind of. What?
0: Well, you know? I feel like she was kind of like um, where it was the new person to think that she's so sweet and innocent when she already ruined that friendship with her, the other guy. So she's like moving on to the next guy to kind of right. manipulate him into whatever she's wanting next in life. I,
1: yeah, I mean, and that very well could be it. And like Steve said, it's not very clear, but like, I perceived it like that she like changed her mind and like that was her out to like you know Mm. save face so people wouldn't know she was involved somehow you know what i mean so but yeah i mean it's not super clear
2: (laughs) it wasn't also super clear to me why she was killing in the first place like it just didn't seem like a good enough reason to kill people yeah Uh, i guess she's just crazy but i don't know they didn't earn that in my eyes like they just I wish there was a better reason, like a more concrete reason, why she would want to kill these people.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. It just seemed like killing for the sake of killing.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's. Yeah, I think there's definitely like a uh, issues with this movie. I think it's like I said. I think it's like an okay, teenagery type slasher movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyone else got anything to say? Should we get into ratings? Sure. All yeah. right. All right, uh so for me, I will start. Uh I am going to give this movie a five out of ten. Um, you know, like I said, I think it's just, you know, down like a run of the mill mediocre type slasher movie. Um, you can definitely do worse, you can definitely do better. Um, but if you're looking to waste some time, I you know, I think this is a, a decent one to pop in.
2: And I'm right there with you, five out of ten. Uh just I wouldn't even recommend it. Like I just didn't really like it at all right but, uh, it was entertaining enough to give it at least
0: a five i'm really, you know even like i told joe when it did the first opening like the movie logo thing or whatever i was like "Ooh, i know i'm gonna like this because i can <laughs> tell just how it opened yeah but after the end i was like come on what the hell um so i'm also gonna give it a five as well. I mm-hmm. wish it was. I wish this was, was better, one that I was yeah. like, watch it. I mean, it's a little better than I th- my I, typical. See, I thought you were to like
1: like this more than like. I really I, I thought loved it, was kind it of more until up your alley. I
0: loved it mm-hmm. until like the very end where yeah. she just. Yeah. Like I wanted her to be sweet and innocent and, not.
1: You didn't want her to be the killer. Mm-mm. You so you didn't like the the twist Mm-mm. that she was like in on it too. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. She had,
0: like, everything going for her. Like, what the fuck is your problem? You can't be <laughs> grateful for what you have, bitch. Right. So, yeah. I mean, maybe I'll change my mind later, but... Sometimes not I a... loved the beginning yeah. of it. I really did. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's a lot of killers that don't have motives, though.
0: They're yeah. just crazy, you know? But I was connected with Mandy. I was like, mm-hmm. she's gonna find herself a good old doctor after she graduates high school in mm-hmm. Texas.
3: Yeah.
1: My biggest problem was that it was, like, just way too slow to get going. Um, and then after that, it's just like, eh, whatever. Um, but, all right. Uh, and then Todd gave his score as well. And he comes in with the lowest score. Three. Todd gives it a three and a half out of ten.
0: Well, I wish Todd was on this episode Mm -hmm. so we could talk about the Amber Heard, because she's Mandy Lane in it. Mm -hmm. I don't think we mentioned that. I don't
1: know anything about her, so you have to give us a little quick little Well,
0: I I, I don't know all the facts, so I don't want to get sued, but (laughs) just look up her and Johnny Depp. Like, they have a very toxic, abusive relationship on both sides, but she crazy. Yeah, she crazy.
2: That's basically the gist of that. uh, that
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, apparently Johnny Depp does not love Mandy Lane.
0: Good. (laughs) Cool. All righty. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Again, happy Women in Horror Month, everyone. Yes. Give yourself a hug. Give yourself a booty squeeze. Mm
2: -hmm. And a butt plug.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Steve, can you let them know what that is real quick?
2: Yeah, it's uh, Flipping the Nerd.
0: And Halloween Happy.
1: You Sahar. And Todd. Todd All Things Horror. And the Horror Squad Podcast.
0: Yes, please <laughs> give us the follow. If you have a chance, give us a review for this podcast. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. We'd really appreciate it. And thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.